In today's show, the Firestorm broadcast, we welcome Jared Lasky. Jared is from Fireborn Ministries. He's an international media minister. His podcast is all over the world, and he equips and activates listeners in what I call New Testament prophetic. Jared carries a prophetic anointing himself to encourage, to comfort, to edify, but he's also an equipper. He will equip you to not just understand prophetic from a New Testament model, but to step into the fullness and start prophesying to the glory of Jesus Christ. You're going to love today's show. So we are going to give you great content today, as always. See that the Lord can use you every day, everywhere you go, to be his hands and feet to hurting people. I am in studio with our dear friend, Roberta. Hey there. How's everybody uh, here at Firestorm Live? Scott Gilbert and our guest, Jared Lasky, tonight. Jared is a very good friend of ours at Firestorm. Um, we are kind of excited to have him here tonight. (laughs) So I met Jared when we were doing some fun stuff at a radio station together, and he taught me all the technical. He's just, you know, he's far advanced than the rest of us here, so he he seems to be quite on the cutting edge. Uh, And Jared has some other gifts that we're going to go into today. So yeah, we're super excited to be here Six weeks now, is it? Yeah, this is like, I think this is number seven. (laughs) Yeah, so if you have hung with us from the beginning, I want to thank you. You know, we're not quite sure what you're getting into. Hopefully you have been encouraged, you have been blessed, because that's really all what we're all about. Jesus says, if I be raised up, I'll call all men to myself. So our cause, what we're all about, is sharing what he's doing in the world with regular people just like you, touching hurting people, uh, bringing the the truth of the word, bringing the gospel, bringing supernatural encounters with Jesus. And that's what we're going to talk about more today, as always, with our dear friend, Jared. So, Jared, you and I have been good friends for a couple of years now. And I've seen the way the Lord has knit us together. We've uh, been instrumental. You've been a major player in bringing some international level equipping ministries here. And I got to tell you, I'm so proud of you because seeing what God has done with you over the last couple of years, you are now international yourself. You're all over the world. I love it, guys. I I talked to him, hey, so are you still doing stuff in Pakistan? And he's like, oh, yeah, I did a crusade the other day and I'm doing this. And um, just what's God doing with you? right now what is god doing with me (laughs) well thank you so very much scott for having me on firestorm live i'm excited and he said that we're great friends scott is my best friend amen amen Amen. so guys he's an incredible guy to know and we've had some incredible power encounters everywhere we go so it's exciting what just seeing the direction god has taken scott and firestorm and being a part of the adventure the ride so what is god doing Oh, so many incredible things. Well, what, ha- what, what have you done in the last 48 hours? The last 48 hours. I was on a TV program right before Scott came to pick me up. And <laughs> I show for my guests. Uh, Cheryl Thomas was on the, yeah. Uh, Cheryl Thomas was on the, uh, she's on the West Coast. She's got a TV program. So she interviewed me for half an hour. And then we just started prophesying over people for the next 45 minutes or so yeah. uh, and then um, Scott came to bring me here to this incredible radio well, that, program that way I make sure my guests all show up and they're on well I've only got I was wondering why you did that <laughs> oh, only got one vehicle but that's a whole another story but um, God's been just kind of 
you know, my family's been able to manage with the one. Yeah. And, and I was gone for a little while, just a little yeah. while. Yeah. Can't get into yeah. that in here now. Yeah. But um, I've been, did some traveling, but um, seeing the world and what God is doing overseas. But I do did a Skype crusade the other day. Last year, last year we saw 859 people give their hearts to Jesus through the Skype events in yeah. Pakistan wow. since June. Now, I started getting numbers later. So there were a couple of those early crusades where I didn't get the, the reports. So I really believe that God led a thousand people yeah, to him. That's reasonable. But I yeah. preach healing, preach salvation, preach the baptism with the Holy Spirit in about 30 minutes time to a village. It could be 50 people. It could be 150 people. It could be 200 people watching on this sheet through Skype and a sound system and a team on the ground. And so it's remote places in Pakistan and uh, Scott's been on a few of those That's with right. me. So that was exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And preaching just, to the, to the brick factory slaves um, where they were, they people were healed and saved. Yeah. What Jared's talking about, and you can see this on, on his website, fireborn, Ministries, which I know he'll talk about more, but really, guys, they put a sheet up on the side of a van, put a yeah. brick on top of it so that it stays up. Somebody gets a laptop and a projector, and they Skype us in, and they shine it on the side of a van, and all of these local Pakistanis sit down in, in the dirt, guys, and they hear the gospel, and they respond to the gospel. And, Jared, I know the success on this is – just the Holy Spirit, because the Spirit yeah. is all over you. It's amazing. What I love about you, and what we're going to talk about a lot today, is that you make the prophetic accessible to people. I think there are a lot of people that listen to our show that are kind of new to this. The Lord is, the Lord's Spirit is being poured out on all creation. Mm -hmm. It's happening. People are feeling it. They're experiencing it. But there are people that are, this is kind of new, and they're trying to get their feet under, they're not quite sure. And there, are, I think there are people that think, oh, well, prophets, that's like Old Testament guys, right? They were like the, they were very aggressive, and they were kind of out there and kind of odd. But there's a different model with New Testament prophetic. Maybe you can talk about that, because I want to help our guests and our listeners understand what is the prophetic and, and is it true that everyone, is that God's plan that all of his children? I mean, Paul says, I want mm -hmm. that all of my sons and daughters would prophesy. Okay, how is that approachable? But if you could kind of talk about maybe an Old Testament model versus a New Testament model of the prophetic. Yeah, amen. So thank God we're under grace and the new covenant because under the old covenant, if you missed it, you were killed stoned. you were stoned yeah. to death yeah. but it's not about the prediction but it's about it's about the person of Jesus under the new covenant under the new covenant it's about the person of Jesus and the presence of Jesus can all God's people under the new covenant hear God's voice and prophesy yes yeah but and not everybody has the spiritual gift of prophecy or the prophetic gift or the prophetic office. So I see it as three levels of prophecy. There's entry level prophecy. We can all hear God's voice to encourage, comfort, and edify. Okay. And that's totally different than the Old Testament because in the Old Testament, there was a few prophets at a time mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit was limited, limited for a specific purpose, a, a specific person, a particular task. Mm -hmm. In the New Testament, 
in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit is poured out without measure. Okay. And the moment you give your life to Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah. So have you heard God's voice? Yes, you have, because you responded to the gospel. The first time you heard the voice of God is by the, the conviction of the Holy Spirit to give your life to Jesus and to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Lord. So you've already heard God, and now you're walking out this Christian life and this abundant life, but you've got the wonderful, incredible, awesome Holy Spirit in you, and you can hear God's voice because in the scripture it says that my sheep know me, they know my voice. So if you ask, well, when have I heard God's voice? Like I said, when you responded to the gospel the first time, you heard his voice. And so now you could have a conversation, you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and then you speak what you're hearing to others. And in basic prophetic foundations of, of prophecy, you encourage, comfort, and edify people. Now, you may not get like a profound word of knowledge about someone's, you know, uh, some past event or even, uh, you know, their, their address or something. Yeah, is, is that even the, the model? I right. mean, is that a, even the model for New Testament prophetic? For for most of us, we just we just should aspire to spend time in the presence of Jesus okay. and to encourage, comfort, and edify in love. In love, because it's about love. Yeah. In the Old Testament, there was judgment. Yeah. Um, there was some edification, but there was a lot of judgment coming because right. of sin. Now, under the New Testament, yes, we need to repent of our sins, turn our hearts to the Lord. We need that message of repentance, but we also we need that message with love. We need to encounter the person who is love, who is Jesus. Mm. And from that overflow, we turn around and we encourage, comfort, and edify people with prophetic words. And some of those things could be feelings, they could be unctions, they could be knowings. Uh, they could, it could be just hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, and then just encouraging someone, and then just seeing what the Holy Spirit has for them. Now, you could get uh, what some people would call it a profound word. Okay. You know, whether it's you know something very deep. You know, something very, um, you know, like perhaps it was their address or something. I mean, yeah. I'm just throwing this out there. But I've I've received names yeah. uh, of of people, or even the name of a grandma who was praying for someone. You know, they're like, how did you know? Like, we just met on the street. And yeah. I'll just point to Jesus. I believe that we can all hear God's voice. And the more time we spend in his presence, the clearer we can hear. Okay. But thank God we're in the New Testament, the New Covenant. Because yeah. if we missed it, we're not going to get There's grace stunned. for that. There's grace. There is grace. And what happens yeah. is if that, that situation happens, like today, I was on this TV program the last 45 minutes. We're prophesying over people, praying healing over people. And, you know, there were some words where I, I received where this person's like, because I started prophesying legacy over this person and, you know, a legacy and generational blessings. And they said, this is what I prayed today. I prayed mm-hmm. for generational blessings today. So that's that's profound. And I'm just sharing and letting it bubble up out of me. But then there's this other person who I'm I'm praying for. And I, I'm like, I don't know if you write. I don't know if you write poems because I'm kind of seeing this writing stuff. And I take a and step. And when you say face. you're seeing this, explain that. What is that? What are you, is oh. this in your mind's eye? What does that mean to you? For for me, uh, in this moment, I saw it like, it, yeah, it's in my mind's eye. It's almost like a movie screen, but it's transparent, and I okay. can see it right right here, just like I'm seeing you. Okay. But I could also see through it. So I'm I'm praying, and I'm I'm 
we're having an incredible time in the, in the joy of the Lord, in the presence of God. And I'm seeing this person writing and I'm thinking it looks like poems and stuff like that. So I say, it kind of looks like poems, but so I, I start saying that, right? Well, the person says, well, actually, because they, they give feedback, they're like, I write, but I don't write poems. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's okay. But I it's still, yeah. you know, um, then push that poems thing aside, but maybe that's for later. You know, maybe as I was encouraging them, just be like, you know, so I received the feedback and this part was right. But this poem part, that was still kind of me just kind of describing what I'm seeing. Yeah. And that's one thing I've learned is describe what you see, but also let them know like, hey, this part of it may not necessarily make sense. Or uh, like I try to qualify things even like be like, like, especially if it's someone I know, mm-hmm. like say Scott. Yeah. Okay. So Scott's my best friend. And if God gives me a word for him and I already know quite a bit about him, mm-hmm. I'll, t- I'll let him know, hey, I'm not going to spiritualize this because yeah. I already know this about you. Yeah. However, God's shown me this yeah. in addition. So I try to qualify these things. So sometimes I tell people this is a little more vague for me, but I'm taking a step of faith here. Okay. So don't over describe it. And also don't spiritualize the stuff you already know. OK, yes. just don't don't spiritualize that oh. stuff. Because you don't want to manipulate people and you want to point to Jesus. Yeah. You want to point to the presence and the power. And it's it's not about you. It's about him. Oh, I know Scott and I have <laughs> I talked about uh, Scott and I have talked about the prophetic and mm-hmm. he rolls in healing. I roll in the prophetic. Healing is fairly new to me um, in the last couple of years. Prophecy is fairly new to him yeah. in the last couple of years. Hey, man, we'll just let it roll and see where the Holy Spirit takes it. And if we if we kind of miss it, well, we'll apologize to people. But like people on the street, are, it's pretty easy to prophesy or share something with your barista. And if you miss it, you're just You'll like, well, hey, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, well, you know what? Actually, that just happened to me. Lynn and I were away last weekend. We went away for our anniversary. And uh, we were at a restaurant. And I, you know, the, the waitress comes and we're talking and it's just normal, normal experience. But then as she goes away, I do this. Okay. I stay, I just look at the person and in my head, I say, Lord, you love them. What do you have for them? And then I just be quiet and I just see what pops into my head. And sometimes nothing. And other times I'll get just an inkling of something. So I, I did that, and the lady came back, and um, and I said to her, I said, this might be, I said, I said random question, okay, random question, that's my right. intro, random question, how <laughs> do you, so otherwise, you're like, hey, you know, I hear God, and it, that's just awkward, people don't know what to do with that, hey, random question, do you have a daughter, and she said yes, and I said, is she about 13, and she laughed at me, she said, I wish, she's 23, and she, the lady's older than she looked or something. I said, okay, I don't always get it right. I said, does she have uh, breathing problems? And she says, no, but my husband does. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of problems with asthma. We're very concerned about COVID because he has asthma. And uh, she says, how do you know that? And I said, I don't know it. But Jesus knows it because he loves you and he sees you, yeah. probably because he wants me to pray for your husband and the Lord's going to touch him. Oh, I like and that. she was completely open to it. Right. But the amazing thing was I kind of had a wonky word of knowledge to an extent. But when I turned it back around to Jesus sees you, no, I don't know it, but he does. And he loves you. 
she was instantly down with this. Yeah. I was able to pray for her, pray for her husband, pray for her daughter, you know, quick, quick like we do. So let's let's pause right there real quick. Could I pause right here though? Yes. If you're just tuning in, it's about 545. If you're just getting in the car, this is Firestorm Live with your host, Scott Gilbert. I am uh, Roberta Barrett, and you are listening to WWIP 89.1, The Word in Praise. So if you're just jumping on, we're having a conversation today with your bro friend what do they call that your it's a bromance can we edit that portion out i know this is live can we edit that out <laughs> so these two really work well together we have jared lasky on uh he has adventures in the spirit podcast uh and he's doing he's doing stuff all over, over the, the world. world so we're yeah. so excited to have him today and i told him i wouldn't say so excited and i'm i keep saying it so, so we excited. are excited to have him today so if you're just tuning in that's what we're talking about we're talking about the how to start hearing from god and we all have a bunch of questions that we'd love to be able to ask jared if you would jump on firestorm united on facebook don't do it if you're driving, but pull over <laughs> and go on Firestorm United on Facebook. Give us any questions that you have for Jared, and I will sure to be asking him at the end of the show. Amen. Yeah, maybe even during the show, if you guys can get in, we'd be happy to. Yeah, we, we want to that. include you. Really, this is not about us. This is about you. We want to equip you because the word is very clear. Paul says, I want that all of my sons and daughters would prophesy. That means it's an option. You know, there's so many things that there's so many deeper levels available to us as sons and daughters. And what I love about you, Jared, is that you make it approachable and you actually activate people. So, yeah. Well, we, it has to be. It should be conversational. I shouldn't okay. walk up to someone I don't know. Or, okay. or someone I do know, and roll the eyes in the back of my head. Uh, That's just weird, okay. right? Well, there's some movements out there that do that. God bless you. We love you. Every movement's got its thing, okay? Yeah. And I've been around a lot of charismatic streams and revivals, and you name it. I've probably done it in the name of Jesus um, for his glory. But I just want to be conversational, approachable, and, and just relational to people. But I want to go back to Scott's yeah. story of the word of knowledge. Yeah. That, that you stepped out in faith on. Yeah. It's awesome that he stepped out in faith. So somehow, how did you receive this revel this potential So what word? I did, and, and, and I encourage you guys, just try this. It's fun. See, that's the thing. The Christian life is an adventure. It's really exciting. I don't believe Jesus went through everything he went through so we could sit in church and be kind of dour and down. It's a thrilling, exciting, adventurous life. And so what I do, this is just what I do normally, I'll be sitting somewhere, often like in a restaurant, you have a waitress that comes up and I just say this in my head. I look at her and I say, or him, and I say in my head, Lord, you love that person. Yes. What do uh, you have for them? That's right. That's good. And then I just be quiet and listen. Yeah. But then I tell you, <laughs> this is where it gets it can be awkward because when you hear something, then you have the opportunity to step out in risk, to step across the line and say something. Uh, how do you intro that? Well, I intro it by saying something like, hey, random question. Do you have a daughter and does she have breathing problems? That's what happened with right. this waitress. And I was partially right. Yes, she has a daughter, but it's her husband that has breathing problems. And she went on to explain that she's concerned, COVID environment, he has terrible asthma, and they're very nervous. And it just, and she said, how do you know that? Right. 
Exactly right there. So what I wanted to pause on was the way you receive that information, but then the interpretation, what, what you did was, was awesome. Hey, random question. Like for me, I'll do a similar thing. I'll be like, Jesus, will you show me how much you love this person? Okay. Because we need to be established in God's love. How much do you love this person? Just like the question you're asking and then try to, there's some information, but we need to know in the new Testament, we only see in part, we see through glass darkly. So sometimes we received a correct word or different parts of the pieces of the puzzle, but we don't necessarily have the interpretation to complete it and see the full picture until we start asking questions. So we'll start asking questions. We could easily misinterpret something, but the faith, you're stepping out in faith, you ask them the questions, they experience the supernatural because it's not about accuracy. It's about okay. pointing that person to the love of Christ Jesus, and they will experience and and encounter the presence of Jesus in that moment, knowing this is real, this is supernatural, yeah. and they'll ask you, how did you know that? And that gives you the opportunity, even if you misinterpret it to a point, they understand this is a special encounter. Yeah. This is something incredible taking place, supernatural or whatever, and they're usually open to it. And then you turn around and then you point them to Jesus. Yeah. You ask them, can I pray for you? Yeah. Can I pray for healing? Whatever it is the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. And it's not about the the accuracy, even though the interpretation may just be yeah. a little jumbled, but you also let them know, hey, here's what I received here and here. Is it this? And they say, no. However, they're, they're, the Spirit is working. Yeah. And that's what matters the most. That they feel loved. Yes. That you're communicating the fact that God sees you and he is going to break into your reality right now and let you know how much he loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, um, the first time that you heard from God, where were you and what Mm. did it look like? Oh, wow. Okay. So make a long story short, as about 12, 13, God was giving me dreams uh, but as a teenager, I was angry and rebellious, but God was still trying to get a hold of me. So the first time I, I, that I can pinpoint hearing his still small voice, I was in youth with a mission hmm. and I was clean and sober just a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I, I radically came to Jesus, quit that lifestyle, put wow. it all behind me. I had to, I, you know, I had some stuff to go through. I really did. And this was right before I was baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Yeah. But I'm in the prayer group. And there are these YWAM, Youth with a Mission, 18, 19-year-old kids, and I was 18, praying for the money to come in for their discipleship training school and the mission trip. Yeah. I mean, you're talking five, $6,000. And some of these people just took a step of faith to be there. And I'm sitting there, and we're praying, and I heard this whisper in my ear. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Just whispered in my ear. Now, I was raised in the church but I didn't serve the Lord as a teenager. I wasn't familiar with the voice of the Lord. I was not familiar with Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. But I took it, looked at that time at a pocket New Testament, a Gideon Bible before the YouVersion Bible app. Pulled it up, spoke the scripture, which in that moment, the Logos word became a rhema word of God, and it moved in power. The people were moved and confirmed that the money was coming in. I think we saw like $20,000 coming in the next week or so by faith. But that was the first time I heard the voice of God because in, um, there's the story 
about Elijah going to Mount Horeb, God was not in the storm. God yeah. was not in the lightning, but the voice of God, the wind. Yeah. God was in the still, voice, quiet voice, in that yeah. peaceful thing. So, I think sometimes we tend to get caught up in the signs and the wonders, yeah. and like even today, I was praying over people, and they're feeling the wind of the Holy Spirit going around their hands and their heads, mm-hmm. and a lot of us, that's exciting. Yeah. But what's God moves in those things, and people tend to want the really incredible Shekinah glory clouds, the incredible mm-hmm. manifestations, but really, that stuff is all great. But Jesus is really in the still small voice mm-hmm. that we need to listen to every single day. And mm-hmm. that's something I love to do. Just Jesus, you just be, and then you write down what he's saying, that still small voice. Mm-hmm. So I hope that answered your no, question. No, absolutely, but yeah, absolutely. Great I mean, question. That's, that's what I always think about is the first time I heard it. And was that him or was that me? Was I think that that's him really or was common. that me? Right? Yeah, teasing so, that out. Is that you, Lord? Is that me? You know, yeah. I think, you know, a lot of times for people, everybody wants to hear God for them because we're totally self-absorbed. I want to hear God's voice for yeah. me. Well, what if he's going to talk to you, but he's going to talk to you f- about other people, for other people? What if it's not about you? What if he's going to tune you into his voice by giving you his heart for other people? What do you well, think of that? Well, let's let's throw a little little something in there. What if it's also just for you to be with him? Where in time, I I, th- I believe that the more time you spend in the presence of God, mm-hmm. he'll start giving you love for other people. I think right now we people are again are, are tend to focused on give me a word, give me a word, give me a word. The best word for you is to spend time in the presence of Jesus for yourself. I love it. The, the best word for you is to get into the scripture and listen to his voice for yourself. Because the fivefold ministry is meant to equip you mm-hmm. to do what Jesus did. It's not so that you can feel good necessarily, so yeah. that, but it is so that you can learn how to do what the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are doing, which is supposed to be in the presence of God. So from the presence, I believe that in order to hear God more clearly, mm-hmm. Spend time in the presence of God, hear him for yourself, receive that download of his love for everyone. Because I'll be honest, like I went through several years where, and pain and turmoil and grief and, st- and stuff like that for a couple of years. But I ran into the presence of God during those years and he broke my heart for people around the world. He showed me things mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm now walking in back then, mm-hmm. but those things would not have been fulfilled if I didn't spend time in the presence of God. Okay. And that's a whole another topic. We can keep going <laughs> you on. You want to go there? Yeah, no. I, yeah. What I really want to know is I think everybody's like, yes, Lord, I really want to hear your voice. I believe my listeners, you love the Lord. You've committed your life to him. You want more. You're doing the best you can. Well, and we want to hear. So can you help us? How do we tune? How do we tune in? Because he's always speaking. Jesus is the word. He's always talking, right? So how can the children hear our father better? The best way to hear from your father is to spend time with your father. It's to spend time in the presence of God, to climb up into daddy's lap and listen to him, Abba's lap, to have an encounter with him. You know, as Jesus said, my sheep will know my voice. and the scripture says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart. And so we need to seek him wholeheartedly. We, we need to get rid of the, the 
dross and the junk and you know the character there's a lot of character formation to step into prophetic ministry there really is okay uh there's a sacrifice that a lot of people tend to not want to focus on for that but just for all of us for entry-level prophecy spend time in the presence of god and the purpose is to be with him to minister to him and then you have the fellowship of the holy spirit you're communicating with him you're walking with him you're encountering him in, in those times and then sometime in the future or something god will release you uh, and to, to go do what jesus did you know jesus is our perfect model mm-hmm. jesus we always talk about who is a hundred percent man a hundred percent god still spent time with his father he still had to go aside and to just be. And that's something that, that recently has been coming up. The scripture says in Psalms, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just being still. So not to do anything? You don't have to do anything because he loves you. That's true. You know, true. like some people have these methods. Now, I've, I've got e-courses. I've got, you know, stuff like that. And I, and I give these principles and a lot of us tend to be like, here's this method, step one, two, three, four. Even in deliverance, we're like, a deliverance won't happen unless you do A, B, C, D. No, do what the Holy Spirit's showing you to do in the moment. Because even Jesus cast out demons by a word. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, there, there are just other situations like the Apostle Paul just real quick yeah. took care of it. Sometimes the deliverance takes like two hours, man. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Whatever it is the Holy Spirit leads you to do, some people get stuck on the formula or the method. Don't get stuck on the formula or method. Know the principles needed to do this. You know, learn from people, but then just walk and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit as he shows you what to do in the moment. My kids love Jesus. They hear his voice constantly. And we we do spiritual activations. So my kids have, they've encountered Jesus. They were all baptized with the Holy Spirit at a young age. Uh, they hear God's voice clearly. Um, so I'm going to have to ask her to remind me of the full story because oh, okay. there's so many different stories on that. I'll uh, send her a note. Yeah. So so at Ikea, um, man, okay. well, we, we've had a, a number of God incidences and God encounters. So uh, I want to encourage Lydia. I love you. I love you very much. Uh, continue to hear God's voice. I'm going to have to be reminded about that story. Yeah. But yeah. my kids move in power. And yeah. your your kids can too. Yeah, yeah so this is not, I, I think that's awesome. We can p- kind of pivot to that. You know, some people think, oh, I have to have walked with the Lord for 50 years, 20 years. I need to be on the pulpit. I need to have an MDiv. I need, no. I mean, what if, what if children don't get a Happy Meal-sized Holy Spirit? What if they get the whole thing? And what if the purity of the child, I mean, Jesus said, to, you have to come to me like a little child. What if children are actually more primed and ready to hear his voice better than adults? Have you noticed that? Have you seen oh, that? Absolutely. Because we um, adults, you know, we're kind of indoctrinated. We, we get discipled in our particular little great group of people, right? Yeah. Uh, but kids, man, you tell them Jesus does miracles. Okay. How would you activate? I love this. That's so just, exactly just do an activation that you would do with with your kids. So she um, said, ask him how he taught his own kids to listen to the voice of God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sometimes what we'll do, and I'm, I'm, I've got a book that's in process called uh, Spirit Empowered Family Activations. Nice. So it's a lot of the activations that we do. 
So let's just say my daughter, Lydia, she'll actually lead us in some of the activations now, right? And so uh, we'll just kind of have a moment where we'll pray. Sometimes it's like pray in tongues for a minute. So we'll all pray in tongues. Now, when you pray in tongues for a minute together, you don't need the interpretation. I'm just saying that's your personal private prayer language right mm -hmm. there. Okay. okay, no need for the public thing. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. Right. But pray in the spirit for 30 seconds to a minute and then stop and just receive. Be still and know that he is God. And if God gives them a thought, an image, then they'll share. And I kid you not, my kids have seen Jesus. They've seen the line of the tribe of Judah. They've been able to kind of tell my wife and I some of the decisions that we need to make that they know nothing about, right? right. Because God speaks, you know, out of the mouth of babes, yeah. right? Absolutely. And, and so teach your kids to hear God just mm -hmm. by listening. It's, it's real easy with kids. Adults tend to be like, Okay, you know, like mm -hmm. I don't know, yeah, just wait jaded. and see, and and so sometimes I've I've had a situation like that where it's like, oh, you know, someone's crossed their arms, they're causing a lot of dissension and division, and some God give me a word of knowledge, and then they're they're struck, like the Holy Spirit hits them. But kids are like, oh yeah, okay, so you just have you could even ask them, close your eyes, look at Jesus, and pray a prayer. Jesus, what do you want to show me? Hmm. And Jesus will start speaking to them. Yeah. And the, it, they'll, they'll get it. Or um, I guess one last thing, I'll have my kids color and draw what God's showing them in the moment. You know, kids love to draw. Kids love to color. They're artists. They're all naturally born artists, right? So you just bring out the, the crayons, the markers, the paper, and you play some worship music and you let God speak and do what he wants. These pictures are profound, okay? Like you want to put them on the wall. That is thrilling. I never knew that. I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, we also have someone else that, and that person is me, that wants to know how do you activate someone. And I have I have one other person that has a question for you as well. How, how, do you get? how, how would you activate someone? And how do you know when to activate someone? How do you know when to activate someone? Okay, so um, you want to do it? Sure. So, um, Roberta. Let's let's just take a step of faith here, okay? So no pressure. It's just the four of us in the studio, okay? You you know like the four of us or whatever, right? One uh, day I did the right math. So let's just pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up, and then the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Speak it out. Just say it, okay? Whatever it is. Okay. It could be an image. It could be a thought. It could okay. be a scripture. That's fun. Something. It is. Something. So this is just basic entry level, okay? Yeah. And then just ask for the Holy Spirit. So um, if you don't mind, we'll just ask the yeah. Holy Spirit to touch you. Sure. Right. So let's, close let's pray. your eyes. Pray together. And everybody who's out there watching, just start praying. This is for you too. Even for you, if you're yes. out there, whatever God gives you, call someone, text someone, send a voice memo to someone of what the Holy Spirit gives to you right now as you're activated right now in Jesus' name. So, Holy Spirit, come. So, Roberta, if you don't mind, just say, Jesus, here I am. Jesus, here I am. I'm Hol listening. I'm listening. Holy Spirit, speak to me. Holy Spirit, speak to me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, at home with your kids, you prayed for a minute in the Spirit. Oh, that's um, one of many. Yes. That's one of, uh, one of many. Okay, so Holy Spirit, speak to the listeners right now. Speak to us. Tell us what you have for us and 
what you want to speak to us. So the first image that I'm that I'm yeah. seeing. Yeah, the, if you're seeing an image, yeah. So I see a cliff, like uh, a cliff with water coming over it. I mean, there could be a lot that you're seeing, right? So you, you don't have yeah, to you just, interpret it, right? So just, just start flowing with that. What, what else are you seeing? So there's fish. Okay. Um, I see hearts. I see love. Mm, mm. Rainbows. I see rainbows a lot when I, when I pray and I, I start thinking this way, right? Mm -hmm. So now, Holy Spirit, I pray in Jesus' name that Roberta continues to encounter heaven, encounter this vision, encounter the supernatural, and even smell it, see it, experience it, feel it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. I felt peace come, up, come over me immediately. And now there's some scriptures for this. Always verify these things with scripture. So Roberta had this incredible supernatural encounter. I think this is more between you and God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still prophetic. And, you know, Ezekiel talks about the, the rivers of life going deeper. Uh, the rainbow, you know, it's the, no, the Noah's, you know, the promise, mm -hmm. right? But uh, at the same time, heaven has a rainbow yeah. that doesn't arc over Jesus, but it goes around him. Okay. Stop. That's always what I see is as a crown of, of rainbows. A it's crown a, of rainbows. A, it's, a, it's a circle. It's a circle. So yeah. a, a lot of people get this wrong when they read Revelation. It's a round rainbow around him. It's not arcing over him. Wow, I'm totally like that name. right now. <laughs> In Jesus' That's name. Weird. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, that was good, Jared. Amen. Amen. So if you're just listening, this is WWIP. We are Firestorm Live. We have Jared Lasky. Today, he just activated me on the radio. This is Roberta Barrett, and we were praying, and he asked me what God, what I was seeing, what I was seeing in the spirit. So it's super cool. We have Scott Gilbert here asking Jared his his BFF or his <laughs> his bromance dude, or however we want to say it, um, asking him some questions today. Yeah. So what I was just thinking, you know, if this is something that is piquing your interest, or maybe you have a little raised eyebrow because you have really your church tradition doesn't really have a have a prophetic element to it, you know, this is Paul says very clearly that I want that all of my sons and daughters would prophesy. It seems to be available to all believers. I believe it's available to all believers. But we have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy, that wants to limit our connection to our Father, is always, always trying to get in front of us or, or, or distract us, right? And I think of that kind of like uh, static. There's static out there, static in the radio. How do we break through the static so we can hear the still, quiet voice? Oh, wow. So there's a number of different things about the static. So... We all need space from time to time, but we also all experience some type of spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. Now, I've, I do deliverance, I've done deliverance, I don't go hunting for these things, but when these things show up, I gotta, I'll, I'll deal with it. So that could be a part of the static, right? Uh, maybe we got some family thing that we're walking through that we have to navigate, you know, but you, you have to take the space and you have to fill up on the presence of God. You have to fill up. You know, for me, 
uh, again, it's not a method, but I love to pray in tongues mm-hmm. like every day since I was baptized with the Holy Spirit, pray in tongues every day. And there was a, a point in time where several hours a day for two hours, okay, just nonstop. And I was full of the Holy Spirit. I could feel the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And then in college, I was lifeguarding for like mm-hmm. six, seven hours. What do you do on the lifeguard stand? You watch the water, you pray in tongues and you start practicing. And then if a uh, the lead guard comes by with asking a question. I'll start asking God for words of knowledge and then start asking them questions. But to get rid of the static, worship, 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 spend time with Jesus, set aside the time, prioritize the presence of God. You know, um, I there are times where I wake up early and there are other times where I don't. Okay, find a time that works best for you, but have that, that step of that, that, time through the course of the day, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, the Holy Spirit leads you to do and don't get caught up in, well, Mr. Evangelist so-and-so prays for three hours a day. Well, that's Mr. Evangelist so-and-so. That's what God has told them. But what has God called you to do? What has he told you? And find what works for you. Because for me, I like to just lay there and soak. I call it sunbathing or soaking, S-O-N bathing Mm -hmm. in the son of Jesus. Just lay there with worship music going. And, nav- you know, spend time fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Some people need to go on a walk in nature yeah. mm-hmm. and talk to Jesus. Okay, find what works best for you and then go for it and do that consistently. I hope that yeah. that helps. That's great. Hey, if you are just tuning in, we want to thank you for giving us some of your time. You're listening to WWIP, The Word in Praise on 89.1 FM. This is Firestorm Live. I'm your host, Scott Gilbert. We are blessed to have Jared Lasky of Fireborn Ministries in studio with us today, activating us in the prophetic that we can hear God. Jesus himself says, my sheep know my voice and they will not listen to another. So if you say to yourself, like I did for a long time, I can't hear him. I don't know. Well, the word says you can The word says you can. So either one, you're not a sheep, which is a totally different story, or you just don't know what you already know. And you need a coach. You need somebody that can lead you. And I had people that did that, uh, that led me in some understanding that, yeah, I can hear him. But for me, it also was, I needed to step out and risk. A lot of people say, Lord, tell me what to say and I'll say it. And I feel like the Lord says, no, go start talking to someone in love Mm -hmm. and I'll backfill it. It comes second. It's not like you're going to know first. But, you know, guys, if this is interesting to you, our heart, Firestorm, the heart of Firestorm is to activate you and to equip you to walk in fullness, to walk in supernatural manifestation of the presence of Jesus living through you. He says, out of you will come rivers of living water. And we have put together a power evangelism equipping seminar. Jared will be speaking. March 12th is a Friday and March 13th is a Saturday. So we are the evening of the 12th and all day Saturday. We'll have four different sessions, hands-on, equipping you to walk in power evangelism where you will be able to hear God's voice, I think, for other people. You'll also hear him for you, but I think there's just something special to the heart of God that he shares with you his heart for other people. And it's just an amazing thing, guys, when you can go to someone and you can say, hey, random question, um, does your knee hurt? 
And the person's like, why? Am I limping? And I'm like, no, I can't. This has exactly happened to me. This is a real story. No, I, you, you look fine. I just, you know, sometimes God shows me stuff about people because he loves you so much. And I feel like he told me your knee hurts. And, he, and they said, wow, are, are you – other times they've said, are you a psychic? Oh, and yeah. I say, no, I'm a son. Yeah. And that opens up the door. But Jared will be one of our speakers for the March 12th and 13th Firestorm Power Evangelism uh, Seminar. We're going to be at Calvary Assembly of God in Virginia Beach in Kempsville. You can find out all the information on our website, firestormunited.org. We would love to have you. We expect this will be a fairly small group, so there'll be a lot of really good personal attention. If you'd like to comment on that, what's your hope for the Power Evangelism Seminar? How are you going to equip people? What's kind of the goal for you as a trainer? Um, what does success look like for brand new people that have never done this before? I, I, for me, my heart is to see you hear God and you prophesy. So I'll be sharing on the spirit of prophecy and activating people to hear God and prophesy over one another and then to start living that as a lifestyle, to mm. hear God and prophesy. Just like you saw earlier with, with Roberta here, we're going to be doing some of that on a larger scale with however many people God brings. So I think it's that I want to see people encounter Jesus first and then realize that they can do what Jesus did because of the Holy Spirit in them. It's the same spirit. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, lives in Colleen, lives in Roberta, lives in me, lives in everybody listening in and watching if you've got a relationship with Jesus. And you could do what Jesus did because it's Jesus through you. So success, it's not about you. It's about him. So success would be you having a story, walking up to us afterwards and say, wow, this is what Jesus did in me. This is what Jesus did through me. And now my life has changed because I realize he speaks and I could just speak what he is saying because that's what prophecy is, speaking what he is saying and then just living that as a lifestyle. That's an option for everyday believers. This is not for, you know, the is it's not for the elite. Do I have to work up to this? Is this some sort of, you know, how do I build up to this? Can I just do it right now? Can everybody, every believer do this right now? Yeah. Okay, because the word says it, right? The word says, I would have that all my sons and daughters would prophesy. So I want to ask you another thing. So I know a lot of people that are, I call them, they, they're like chasing down words. Everybody uh-huh. wants yeah. to, what, do you have a word for me? Do you have a word for me? Do you have a word for me? They're, I feel like it's a self-absorption. Yes. It's absolutely. all about me, and yes. I'm just going to go to the next one and the next one and the next one. Can you come up with words for everybody in the place? I mean... Is that possible when people are in line, right? When you yeah. make the three different lines, is it possible to come up for every single person that's in line? If you're just tuning in, we're asking Jared Lasky right now, um, when he is giving words to people, is it possible to have a word for everyone? Okay. Is it possible? Yes, it's possible. But but what is the heart behind the mm. person prophesying? Yeah. The purpose of prophecy encourage, comfort, and edify, the purpose of the prophetic ministry, the prophetic office, is to equip people to do it. Yeah. So really, it's just, it's modeling, but have I ever prophesied over everybody in a small group? Yes. Uh, Do I go online and prophesy over people? Yes. 
some people question, I don't know what, you know, about this online, just go, you know, one, two, three, you're, you're prophesying over people. Well, mm -hmm. it's like doing a church meeting. Sometimes you just got to pick some people, yeah. right? You just, the Lord highlights people. They too. highlight them or yeah. sometimes you just pick them. Like sometimes I'll see like a glow on them. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, that's, that's who. And then you start getting a small phrase and then you just start flowing like a river bubbling up. Sometimes you just got to pick them just like going online. Sometimes you just, a name will be highlighted. Boom. But it's possible, but I want to see them doing it. So I would rather model it, do three, four, maybe five, but then have them praying over one another and then prophesying themselves because that's what it's about. You know, it's to equip. I love that about you because what I've seen in the prophetic community is there is a self aggrandizement. There isn't, there's an ego element with some of them. And I got an antenna for that. I don't like it. It bothers me, right? Because Jesus was never that way. So what I love about you is that it's not about Jared, although he is an incredible prophetic voice. Uh, I, I know your track record. I've heard what you've said to people. I have been with you when you had a prophetic word for someone, reduced them to tears right in front of us. Remember we were outside of Starbucks um, with one of your interns or something, yeah. and there was a lady there. And I have seen this with my own eyes. You can't fake that. No. That's not – you're just – you know, you can – I don't know. It's not coming out of you. That's the, that's the Lord. So I've seen that. But what I love about you and what I know you're going to do in our seminar is you, it's not about you. You're going to equip other people to do it. Yes. So what I was was asking is what kind of runs me up the flagpole is people that chase down words. Yep. I want a word. I want a word. I want a word. And I was talking to the Lord about that as I was preparing for the show this weekend. And he gave me a scripture, Second uh, Chronicles twenty twenty. And this is Jehoshaphat. There's a, a attacking army coming, and Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat is scared. He gets together the worshipers. They actually go down towards En Gedi near down the, by the Dead Sea, and uh, he's there. And God says, "Just stand and watch, and I'm going to take care of this for you." And which which happens is a beautiful story. Second Chronicles twenty twenty. But I noticed this. God says, "Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established." Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. So what I feel like God gave me was we're all looking for a word because we want, so many people are looking for because we want success. But I feel like if you haven't put your trust in the prophetic word you've already gotten, you don't need more if you're not activating in the one that the Lord's already given you. So there is a personal responsibility to when the Lord speaks through someone to you to step into that and walk in it and trust it instead of going and asking for more, 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 right. more. Yeah. What do you? So there's a, a few things I want to zero in on. Some words are written in stone. This is solid. This is going to be some, but most are conditional. Because God has given us free will. We've all got free will. And we could choose to go one way or another. We can choose to spend time in the presence of God or not. We could choose to be a sold-out Christian or uh, a lukewarm, cold mm. Christian. Yeah. That's, that's Jesus on said, us. I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. It's and, terrifying. And so, <laughs> you know, so, when people want a word, want a word, want a word, the best word for you is to 
spend time in the presence of God and listen to his voice for yourself and, and read the scripture yourself, study the scripture yourself. And then if you, if you're seeking, so if you're seeking this prophet and that person and this pastor and that leader and prophesy, 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 I'm going to be honest. Like I, I, I don't want to go there. Yeah. Okay. I just don't. That's like, not what this conference is for. That's, <laughs> no, this is not for you. <laughs> I, and, and, you know, people, people need to hear God for themselves. And if you're seeking word after word, after word, after word, what did you do with the first one? Some people have so many words. They don't know what their calling is. Okay. Because uh-huh. this person said, I'm this, this person said, I, I'm to be a helper and a server. This person said youth pastor. This person said prophetic, whatever. Okay. Well, listen, I'm now walking in 20 years after prophecies. Mm -hmm. What was prophesied 20 years ago? Mm -hmm. There's a process, a forging of fire, and there's a a sacrifice. There's a price and a cost. A lot of people want the prophecy, but they don't want to pay the cost. And so they, they have these prophetic words and most of them are conditional. Are they sacrificing time in the presence? Are they, are they care? What's their heart motivation behind it? What's their character formation behind it? Because right now we've been commissioning immature leaders. Like Mm -hmm. they get radically saved within a year. They're boom. Everybody's getting slain in the spirit. Five years later, something bad happens. Mm -hmm. They disappear out of ministry for forever. Mm -hmm. Right? Because the character wasn't formed, but there's a process of time. Now everybody's story is different. So when it comes to, uh, most prophecies, my friend Tom Stammen said, it's conditional. So the best way to see it fulfilled is to spend time in the presence of God, worship, you know, sacrifice uh, in, in his presence and, and let him form you, change you, transform you, uh, and then just start walking out the daily Christian life and see what he does through it. Because you don't go hunting for it. You don't go trying to fulfill it yourself because if it's truly a genuine word from God, then he's going to make it happen, not you. Too many people get a word. Mm. They're like, hey, I'm supposed to write a book. Well, maybe you're supposed to write it in 30 years. Because right. <laughs> right now you don't even know, you know, what a pronoun is. You know, you know, like, right. like you need to yeah, understand yeah. it. So, But don't you have to have confirmation afterwards from God? That's what you're saying, that you get a word, then God will confirm it. Then you have to walk it out, mm. right? Oh, yeah. And most prophecy especially at the entry level is confirmation of what God has already told you. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay. Okay. So if you're not listening and you're trying to rely on this person's word and that person's word, well, you know, stop because God loves you. He's going to speak to you, but he's probably telling you the same thing you've heard before over and over and over and over. But what have you done to see it come to pass? What have you done to, to um, jump into it, to pull on it, to, to grow in it, yeah. to walk it out? Well, I know I'm super excited about coming to the equipping seminar on the 12th and 13th of March, because I mean, that one, two minutes that you just did with me, I just wanted more of it. I just wanted to really dive in, but we're here on the radio, right? Yeah. So I want that personal time. So it's $20, it's for two nights, and you get to, to do end this. The day. Yeah, Friday all, night, Friday all night. day Saturday. Yeah, bring your kids. Yeah. I mean, where can you get something better than that? And I know that it's a month away. Stuff's going to come up. Hey, we're still going to be there, okay? Yeah. So my suggestion is that you go on now and register. It, again, it's $20. So what's the worst thing that can happen? You donate to an amazing 
um, you know, ministry, You'll you know, help. but yeah. you will come, that, you know, <laughs> that's a, a, a wonderful, wonderful segue yeah. because what I am terrible about is asking for is support. suggesting, Why, Scott? by the way, guys, we are listener supported. Yes. This is all done in faith. Um, we are a not-for-profit ministry all about equipping you to hear God's voice and to step into the exciting adventure of serving him in your daily life and seeing him use you to see the sick healed. Uh, I just had a great talk to yesterday with a friend of mine who... Um, He's a pastor, and he said, you know, there was a lady in his church on Sunday. She's deaf ear her entire life, born deaf. Deaf ear opened yesterday Amen. morning. Wow. Isn't that amazing? This, what would it be like if that was exciting but not out of the ordinary for right. you? That's available to everyone. It's part of our birthright as sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. All of the testimonies that have ever been given – are part of the birthright of the sons and daughters. That's in Psalm 119. Now, we will be back next week, Tuesday at 5.30. We will have another guest. We will probably bring Jared back. Would you come back and do this some more? I would love to. I'd be honored. It was great. It really was. I'd love to. You know, what we didn't get to, which maybe we'll talk about in a a week or so, is... uh, you remember we were in Starbucks and the, the demon jumped oh, out of that yeah. guy. <laughs> I've oh, yeah. been waiting to hear about this. Since oh, yeah. Scott started the yeah. show, yeah. I have been dying. That'll be on this. the next episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good. So Very we good. thank you for your time. We thank you for giving us your attention. We I want to can we just pray for our listeners now that yeah. they yeah. would be filled. You got yep. about a minute. Yep. yep. Go ahead. So if you're listening in right now, right where you are, focus on Jesus and say, Jesus, fill me up from head to toe. What do you want to speak to me? And now speak it over someone, send it out. It's a scripture message. It was an image, whatever it was, send it to the person that God laid on your heart. In Jesus name, I bless all of you for the glory of God. Amen. Father, I just thank you for everyone that's listening. I lift them up to you, Lord. You love them so much. I thank you, Lord, to fill them with your presence now in a deeper, more powerful way. I thank you, Lord, that you are in hot pursuit of their hearts that you are not far, you are close. You are as close as the mention of your name. So in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for Holy Spirit to infuse lives right now. Fill them with your presence, Lord. Call them to yourself in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Firestorm Podcast with your host, Scott Gilbert. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen. If you're looking for more about the Firestorm Equipping Ministry, you can find us on the web at firestormunited.org. We're also on Facebook at Firestorm United. If you'd like to partner with us, equipping the body of Christ for revival, you can give on our website, firestormunited.org. All donations are tax deductible. In our next episode, we meet Raj Gwendu. Raj is a powerful son of Most High God. He had a crushing injury. He got a sports injury that knocked him down for weeks and weeks. The doctors said that he wouldn't be able to walk for months. But then he walked into a Christian martial arts school that I run, and the Lord completely healed him in a moment. We're going to hear Raj's testimony of what God did and how he'll do the exact same thing through you.